She was relieved to place her key in the door, happy to be home, having spent the journey from school stealing glimpses of her younger daughter, who sat on the back seat engrossed in her phone. She looked at the jut of her jaw, comparing it to Charlotte's, glanced at her willowy legs, and tried to think of her own at a similar age. Got any homework, girls? she asked casually, as she began unstacking the dishwasher. An essay. Lexi pulled a face. Essays were her very worst things. Well, if you want to work at the table, I can help you, she offered, resisting the temptation to grab her child and fire questions at her. What's going on? They said you weren't eating. Why did you faint? Was it for attention? I'm okay. Lexi rebuffed the offer and made her way upstairs. Freya watched her go. Charlotte opened the fridge and selected a yoghurt and three leftover slices of ham that sat in a little bowl. She then reached up to the top shelf of the cupboard above the countertop, where multi-packs of crisps lived, before selecting a bag of cheese and onion. Don't spoil your supper. Freya's rebuke was almost automatic. I won't. I'm starving. What are we having? Um, Spanish omelette, avocado salad, tomato salsa and homemade pita bread. Lush! Charlotte rushed to her room with her bag and laptop in one arm and her haul of snacks in the other. Concentrating on the dicing of tomatoes, the de-seeding of fresh chilli and the whisking of eggs helped take her mind from her concerns. She then mixed the dry yeast and sugar with lukewarm water in a large glass bowl, before adding the whole wheat and unbleached flours, and placing the mixture on the coffee table in the window, waiting for it to bubble. When Lockie walked through the door, throwing his keys into the ornate Moroccan pottery dish they had picked up from the souk in Marrakesh, she abandoned her preparation and practically ran into his arms. Oh, well, I rather like this, he chuckled. Think I should go away for the day more often if this is the reaction I'm going to get. Mind you, I have been gone for a whole eight hours. He ran his hands over her back as she buried her face in the space beneath his chin and inhaled the scent of him. What's up? He pulled away from her and held the tops of her arms, looking into her eyes. I went to see Miss Burke today at school, she whispered, before taking his hand and pulling him to the sofa in the den, away from the bottom of the stairs where sound might travel. Lockie flopped down and she sat next to him, twisting her body to face him. Yes? How did it go? He too kept his voice low, taking her lead. She said Lexi was a bit faint yesterday and they were worried that she wasn't eating. They got the school nurse involved, and it felt like a really big deal. Are you kidding? No, I am not kidding. I don't know what to do about it, or what to say to her. She bit her lip, waiting for his advice. Lockie's eyes darted left to right, as if he were considering how best to approach this. But she's always eating, isn't she? They both are, and you are always cooking. We are a house of grub. That's more or less what I said. I mean, yes, she's eating less, but I think that's a good thing. She sat forward, folding her hair over her shoulder, glad that they were on the same page, reassured by his dismissive tone. There was probably nothing to worry about. No school nurse or PE teacher knew their daughter as well as they did. I mean, we do need to talk to her, he countered. If she's nearly fainted, we need to find out why. Yes, of course, but I don't want to make it more of an issue than it was, or give her any ideas. She said that Lexi has lost a lot of weight. 
I can't see it. I mean, she's lost a bit, but she looks great, healthy. Yes, she does, he agreed. I don't know what to suggest. He looked stumped. It's unnerved me a bit, Lockie. I don't know how these things start, and I don't want to paint her into a corner or accuse her of anything. It's hard enough being Lexi as it is. She's up there right now, struggling with an essay. She pointed to the ceiling. Poor love, he smiled. They used the silent interlude to process the rush of thoughts. How much does she actually weigh? He eventually asked. I don't know. I did when she was little, of course. But I don't know what either of them weighs. I haven't for a while. It's a sensitive topic. But maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe we should just ask or get them weighed, and then we know what we are dealing with. He shrugged.